0: And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode.
1: What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers.
0: I'm K. Trevor Wilson.
1: Hey, it's Krista Allen.
0: Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's
1: up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah!
0: My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 168 for Wednesday, July 29th, Two anti two ante. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing, huh? Life treating you good? Summertime, uh, I'd say a little over the halfway mark at this point, hmm? Everything good with you guys? Enjoying these nice, sunny days? Or perhaps not-so-sunny days, depending on where you are in the world, or how the weather has been for you? I'll tell you guys all sorts of different stuff this week. I had uh, some cigars and whiskey with my buddy Mika. I did an interview for Chromebook. Uh, I won't talk too much at length of this, but I've actually been doing another Last of Us run with another friend of mine. Went to my buddy Mark's place, regular onesie. I went to his place uh, for a hangout. We did all sorts of stuff. I'll tell you guys about that. Um, I've been corresponding with somebody I'm very excited to be corresponding with. Huh? How's that for a bunch of words that don't really say a whole lot? I'm chatting with somebody that I haven't chatted with in a long time, and, uh, I will be telling you guys about that. Uh, I'll tell you guys about my little gaming group that I developed over the course of COVID. Um, you know, I'll tell you guys what some fucking terms mean that I've learned. I tried uh, repairing a headset with a new product, did some spots at absolute comedy guys. I went to good life. Huh? What else did I did? Uh, I got some work on the thing. I started playing a couple. Well, actually just one new game here that it says, um, I also learned a little bit about fucking bed, bed linen stuff. And then I went for a walk with Simon actually just got back from right now before I'm recording the podcast. I will get down to nitty gritty and all of it. So, uh, just off the top, one of the things I did last week is I had a chance to sit down, uh, with my buddy, Mika, good friend of mine, uh, just in an honor of his birthday. I went out and I got some, uh, some Cubans. And he came over after work, sat down with me on the back porch. And even though it rained, we actually were able to stay to the rain for quite a while. Um, and it was nice. We just got to catch up, smoke a couple cigars, have a couple uh, little little drams of whiskey. Um, it was good. It was good to catch up with my buddy. And we just we just shooted the it, sh- shot the shit. Um, it was nice. Hey, and there was no wives showing up, just dropping kids at our feet every ten minutes. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that was the best part of it, I think. We actually got to have a conversation. It's funny. I just talked about, uh, regular stuff, some of the books that I'm reading and whatnot. I got my aligners in right now. I just switched to a new set last night and these ones are a little tight. So I want to make sure I keep them in as much as possible. They're not chopping up my tongue yet on the sides, but I've only got another six weeks and hopefully this is the last set of them. You know, the last, sorry, run of them that I'll be doing almost two years with these things in my face. But, uh, but oh man, are my, my pearly white straightening right up and. I got a smile that I'm not as self-conscious about, but it's funny even looking at it. Like I can see where my teeth line up and the shapes of some of my teeth and this and that. And it's like, it's funny. Just when you start doing work on yourself, you know, like cosmetically, it really is easy to just start nitpicking every last little thing. Like you can really see how like these desperate house, desperate housewives, real housewives, the, the fucking fake plastic ones there can just try to fix one thing and then fix a little more and then fix this and fix that fix, 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 fix. And then they just look like those crazy plastic, you know, aliens walking the street with those fucking weird fucking, you know, stretchy faces they look like fucking llamas. I I don't know. They're disgusting. (laughs) So I'm trying not to, I'm trying to just be okay with, with the look. Like I was going to, I was looking at scalp micropigmentation, you know, a year or two ago and and Googling what like, you know, hair plugs and shit costs because my hair's thinning on my crown, even though there's no like bald people in my family. Um, you know, everything from like, I got a couple like busted veins in my nose and, uh, like just little tiny, like little red lines, but, but they're there. They're permanent. They've been there for like a couple years and just getting self-conscious, like the laser treatments just burn those away. So those are gone. Like, it's just, I'm trying to just get comfortable with me. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm getting older, I'm getting older. I'm, uh, Yeah. <laughs> just, that's what happens to you. So rather than being like, I have to change everything and and spend money on cosmetic shit. I don't want to be that guy. I think I like, I like being more authentic in the sense that I'm kind of open and vulnerable with you guys when you listen. So trying to let that kind of shit go. Um, but it's easy to start looking. Anyways, the point is, the, the, the teeth are straighter than they once were. And that makes me happy. So, you know, huzzah for that. And let's see if I can just keep the. The, the cosmetic changes to a minimum. Um, but if you hear me slurping and p- biting down a little hard and stuff, is trying to set these ones in place. Cause it's the second day I'm wearing these, had them in for less than 24 hours. So, oh, having said that, got to, got to hang out with me. Cause we had conversation. He was telling me about his job and it was nice to just sit and listen to something that I don't know anything about. You know, he's was just talking about what he does. He's a project coordinator. Um, so I keep, you know, I keep calling. He's like, I'm not an architect. I'm not an architect. I'm like, well, fuck it's in the architectural realm or the engineering realm or whatever. Either way, the guy went to school for, for shit. So, you know, he does a job. You couldn't just walk in off the street and do good for him. And it was cool. I was just asking questions, just listening. And we're across the street from some big buildings and stuff like that. So we were like looking at those and using them as examples for some of the stuff he does. It was just great. It was just cool to sit and have a cigar try with my friend. So, um, I also did an interview for a Chromebook job, so I still haven't been offered the job, but I, I did the initial, you know, conversations with someone a couple of weeks ago. Then they said I would hear from the next step and, and do an, a video interview with that. And I, I definitely uh, had that conversation it was cool because the person I spoke to actually knew like a lot of the old, you know, people that, that I knew from back in the day when we both worked at future shop. So we had that in common, you know, I wasn't like some 20 year old pup who's never really worked in retail or anything like that before. Like we, we both been in the trenches before. Mm-hmm. Ah, sorry, I need some water there. Um <clears throat> excuse me, with the aligners your mouth definitely dries out a lot faster when you're talking. Um so the job would be if I were to get it and if I were to be offered it and if I were to accept it, would be 5 days a week uh hanging out in the Best Buy being a being a rep for Google effectively teaching the the in-store reps, you know, the products, how to sell them and then being responsible for sales and stuff while I'm, you know, the times that I'm in the store. So I talked to the guy, great dude. We had some laughs. We talked comedy, all sorts of stuff. Think he's a great guy. And, uh, and I basically, you know, I I don't know if it went well or not. I feel like it did, but at the same time, there was no like, Hey man, I I look forward to working with you and nothing like that. Not even, not even an inkling that, that I might have the job. And I think I did that on like, Wednesday or Tuesday, <clears throat> excuse me. So almost like a week ago and I've heard nothing back since, but at the same time, the first step, I heard nothing back for like a week. I was getting to the point where I was going to reach out and say, Hey, like, should I still be trying to save this? You know, it's an ongoing job too. So that's the thing. I'd be basically like, that's my job now. I'm I'm the Chromebook rep for, you know, Best Buy at this one location. It's like just, that's it. Five days a week. I work in a Best Buy selling Chromebooks. That's my job. Um. So part of me is a little like, eh, I, I even told him I'm like, uh, I'm good to be back there, but if, you know, if you need me every single Friday night, I go, there's going to be some weeks where I'm going to be out of town, you know, if that's not going to work, but you know, there's also going to be times where I'm just going to need the Friday night, not definitely coming in in the morning, blah, 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 blah. He seemed relatively cool with that. So interview went well, we both knew, like I said, some of the same people, we both came from the same environment, you know, over a decade ago, like we, we know what all this stuff entails. So that was really cool. He knows that he's not going to have to, you know, go through a lot with me. Um, but who knows did the interview and that was that um i'm trying not to like breeze through it but really wasn't that interesting just in terms of what's going on with me like there is a chance that that might be who i am for the next while and i know i told you guys a while back that i was kind of done with retail and i still feel like i am and i even told him that like I go, I, I, go, I just got to a point where I was like, I was really done taking it home with me. Like if I go home and I'm focused on, on work, I want to be focused on stand up and not like how I missed my targets today. You know, while I'm in the store, I'm yours and I work hard for you, but you know, all this stuff anyways. Um, <clears throat> so I hope I didn't scare him off with that, but he seemed like, he seemed like, yeah, no, I get it. So. That would be the only thing that would, that would concern me is just get back into the regular working. But like, like, and I also wouldn't be working directly for Google. I'd be working for a marketing company that Google has hired. So <clears throat> it's not like I'd be able to walk around. Sorry guys. I went for a big, long walk in my systems. I don't know if it's allergy season, but my system's starting to get a little congested. So now that I'm sitting and catching my breath, it's kind of clearing stuff out. I apologize. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, realistically, I, I, It'd be nice to wave around a pay stub that says Google on it. Like, what are you? I'm a Google employee, but at the same time, it it really is still working for Google. It's just through a marketing company, right? Just like a lot of the big stuff. I told you guys about that McMillions thing, you know, marketing company ran their monopoly thing. Doesn't mean it's any less McDonald's, just not handled directly by McDonald's itself. They outsourced that shit. So the text, am I getting fucking text messages? All my shit's on silent. I got to keep my eye on the clock too because I got a, a, another training for something I'm doing, and these people have offered me the job. In fact, they've offered me much, much work, many much work, um, and I'll talk about that shortly. But uh, yeah, um, that's that's what happened. Chromebook interview. Sorry, nothing funny. I'm going to try to fucking speed this along. I got sorry, I got a lot on my mind too, and I want to make sure for the third week in a row that I get this thing out on time so it's available for you guys bright and early day morning. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, hung out with makes did an interview for Chromebook um i started playing the last of us with my friend angie it was funny cuz we were playing um we were playing the uh the forest which like i said i told you guys about the don't starve in the past the forest is like a much more uh graphically advanced version of of don't starve however it's a much less just you know design and engineering intricate version because there's a lot that's not in it and there's a lot that's just kind of useless aesthetics whereas don't starve is is masterfully made with so many intricacies um and and just challenges and and building potentials and potentials for creativity um not to mention the fact that the forest is like laggy as fuck and it it slows down and it freezes and it you know you got things in your inventory that just disappear because I guess I can't handle it or process it or whatever the fuck it is. I really don't know why that is, but anyways, Angie, uh, a friend of mine, uh, who I met online through Don't Starve. Um we were chatting about something else. I think I I don't remember how the last of us came up. I truly don't, but I remember just saying how cool it was and this and that. And I offered to on PlayStation, what's called share play. So I can send an invite to a friend to effectively see my screen on her screen at home. So I was like, well, if you want, I'll show you what the intro on the last of us is like. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Cause she's, she's one of those people who's like, she, she plays some games, but is not, um, excuse me, particularly, um, I guess some games are kind of like freaky for sure. So she's like, I'll watch, but I wouldn't play it myself. I just get freaked out and not want to play it and because The Last of Us has a sort of like a, a bit of a zombie infected sort of element to it. She was saying it's the kind of game I wouldn't play, but, but she would watch stuff like that on Twitch. So anyways, I offered to play the, the beginning and show her some of it and we kind of got into it and. And, uh, you know, we went much further than just the beginning of the game. And then over the, of course, the next three nights, we sort of played through it and she, she enjoyed it thoroughly, loved it. And, uh, and tonight later on, we're going to start the second one. So we played through that last week too. She enjoyed it. And that's it. I'll just leave it at that. So another person thoroughly enjoyed their experience with the last of us. Um, and having said that, I think I will just tell you guys just for fun, just to fill time. And considering these are people that I speak to on a pretty much a daily basis, I thought I would tell you guys. About, uh, my gaming group. Yeah. Um, I, uh, over the course of COVID. Okay. I, I was spending a lot of time just in front of the fucking video games and I don't know when this happened, but my fucking, excuse me, I don't know why this curse needlessly my sleep schedule got all messed up. And so I was actually at a point where like, I was waking up at like 7 PM, you know, or sorry, I should say five or 6 PM and then staying up all throughout the night overnight and going to bed at like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. So I was just living the opposite end of the day. And I was playing some online games, a lot of just right, you know, red dead Two online and stuff like that. So what games are you just playing and just, you're automatically thrown in with other people, right? And you start shooting the shit with other people and people come and go. And, uh, one night I played with, um, I was playing with someone who I'd played with previously and he had two of his buddies that were on with him at the same time. So we all started chatting and, uh, and those two guys, uh, you know, were, and, but would later become Chad and rich, uh, from New York, the two, uh, the two young pups. Now they didn't sound young when I was talking to them. That was the funny thing. I thought these guys were like in their twenties or whatever. And, and sure enough, uh, Chad and rich, uh, were two young fellas in uh, Elmira, New York, never heard of it, but Elmira, New York, and uh and they're 17 year olds 16 and 17 or 17 year olds never would have known because of how deep their voices were and they are pretty articulate for for their age but uh, i was the point where like yeah and then we add each other's friends and they were up and that's the thing too is like these these are two guys who like were up all night too just walking around they were students who because of covid were closed they had nothing to do like they're not they're they're so young they're not even working right they're just I'll up, up playing video games all night long. So it was kind of cool to be playing some of these games and having people to shoot the shit with or whatever. So when you're up all night overnight and there's no one to talk to because you're quarantined, if you were listening to the rules, um, it's kind of cool to, you know, not be, not be lonely and bored. So it was cool to, to have those dudes. So that's where kind of the start of this whole like gaming group shit came from. Um, I, I would hang out, you know, like I'd jump on and they would send me a party invite and we'd just shoot the shit. Even if we were playing the same game or not, it's just, you know, there's other people in your kind of like a chat room while you're playing video games. So it was cool to just hang with those dudes. Um, so that's where, that's where Rich and and Chad sort of, of came along. Um, and then, uh, I started playing. So uh, almost the same time I was playing a game called overcooked, which I told you guys about a kitchen management game where you're filling recipes and stuff like that. And one night when I was playing online, I, uh, ended up playing with someone who I don't even think at the time had a headset. Um, I was playing with, um, Tina. So Tina had of course her gamer tag name or whatever. And I, I was just sending messages via Facebook or whatever, uh, PlayStation chat. And so we played overcooked a couple times together. And, you know, then the next day I'd be like, Hey, you know, she'd send me a message. She was in Finland. Of course, it's Tina from Finland, uh, owner of Aurora holidays. And I would chat with her just, Hey, you know, I'm going to jump on. You want to play? She'd be like, yeah, sure. And it was funny. Cause we're like seven hours apart. So like, I'd be playing in like the afternoon and she'd be like one o'clock in the morning or something like that. When, when work had finished and, uh, it was just funny. I'd play with her a little bit. And then around the same time, now I played this with red a long time ago, but, but Vanessa and I, um, didn't always have, you know, it was hard to get together and play games. So red would send me a message. Hey, I'm free tonight. I want to play some games. If you're up for it, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so bear with me here. Just getting my thoughts together. The red had introduced me to the don't starve game. And so, once Tina and I had basically played all the different levels of overcooked, I was playing, um, you know, she'd send me a message. Hey, you want to play? And I was like, I'm actually playing, you know, don't start with my friend Vanessa. And I was like, and this is a really cool game. If you want to play, we can, we can play together. And, um, she was like, well, what's it like? And I sent her a little bit of info. She downloaded it. And then, and then Tina and I started playing. Uh, I, I think she might've played with me in Red one evening, But the whole idea was don't starve quickly became the game that, that Tina and I would play. So almost every day, you know, we'd be playing a few hours of don't starve, uh, together. And so I would play with red, I would play with Tina and then, uh, so that this is this, how this kind of shit evolved. And then of course, Chad and Rich would be jumping in with me and shooting the shit. And I tried to get them to get don't starve and they didn't, but the idea was that just like, we would have this party. That's what they call them on PlayStation, this party where you just have a group of people all in an audio chat room. So it's like a big conference call for anyone who's not a gamer and doesn't really know how that works. The idea is it's like you just got a big conference call of people. And this is all throughout COVID, you know, kind of late at night. So people are still, you know, connected with each other. And that's the thing with the party, people kind of drop in and drop out. But it was a really cool. Everyone's having fun doing Zoom stuff. But when you're playing video games, it's like, yeah, we were even playing together. And, and shooting the shit, or even if we're not all playing the same games, at least we're all together. It's a lot less lonely when everyone's stuck in quarantine. You know what I mean? So that was a kind of cool thing. And through, uh, don't starve. I remember myself and red were playing one night and, uh, and that's when someone popped into our world. And was super kind and was, was helpful. And they were building all sorts of things that red and I didn't know how to build and attacking these giant monsters that were kicking the shit out of us. To me, as soon as I saw it, I just ran like a motherfucker. Um, and that was Angie. Angie was super cool. And she, she was, you know, chat with us and showing stuff and she was trying to help me out. And Angie, um, at first I was very good, Josh. I did not, I did not curse or say anything weird, (laughs) anything fucking stupid or controversial, which I love to do. I love to fucking just stir the pot and just see where people are at. I like hanging out with people who can handle humor. Do you know what I mean? Um, but but I remember Angie played with us, and I asked her if I could add her as, you know, a friend and whatever. She's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the fun thing about online stuff, right? I just people can drop in and drop out of some of these games. And sometimes they drop in, and they play with you, and they leave, and you never see them again. And sometimes you're like, Yeah, it's so much fun. You're like, hey, you mind if I add you as a friend? And you know, next time you're on, let's let's play together again. Um So I, I added Angie and then uh One time I was playing with Angie on her world, and one of her friends you know jumped into the group and we started playing together and that would be uh waterpipe man dylan um so it's funny Angie's in Texas Dylan was in nebraska uh Chad and Richard are in um Boop boop boop, boop come on uh, Elmira, New York. And then of course, uh, one of their friends. So much later on, I met, uh, chance, one of, one of Chad and Rich's friends who used to live in New York now lives in Texas as well. Not particularly far from Angie. Um, so just interesting, like this, this just community of people that we've been kind of hanging out with and there's all different age groups, all different ethnicities, which is really cool. And, um, that's kind of like when I'm just sitting around fucking running around video games, like this is the people that I'm hanging with. So, you know. I'm not just sitting around by myself. Dark bags developing under my eyes. It's kind of cool that I'm like in this. I'm getting a lot of social. Uh, I was getting a lot of social interaction throughout COVID through this group of people. Um, so I'd play with Red. I'd play with Chad. I'd play with Rich. I'd play with Tina in Finland. You know, I'd play with uh, Angie from Texas, and all of us would just sometimes we're playing the same game. Sometimes we were worse. I think I've illustrated the point enough. But, anyways, Angie and I just recently blew through The Last of Us. Um, Chance, great dude. He hasn't been playing with us for long, or at least not myself. Uh, but you know, maybe a month or so. He's a great dude. Um, and then just last night, uh, Chad and them had uh, introduced me to one of their new, uh, well, to one of their friends who had not really played with us before, uh, Nick. And Nick was a good dude, so it was cool to be able to. It's cool. That this little group is growing. That's all. And everybody's cool. Everybody's you know got a good sense of humor. It's really, and you know what? I got to be honest with you guys. It's really funny for me. Because the different ages are keeping me a little more in the loop with the youngsters. Like as a comic, I don't do the, tick. I, am I, shit at all the social medias that, that my generation is good at, but I'm just like, I'm still just learning. At least the terminology is still staying fresh. So like Richard is huge on memes. This guy follows so many different meme fucking, uh, what do you call it? I guess accounts and stuff like that on Instagram and stuff. So he's sending me memes all the time. 90% of which are not funny. They don't make sense, but he finds them funny. So I, I I'm, I'm at least getting an idea of what young people think is funny, which is nothing like, I can't believe how hard sometimes, sometimes rarely I try to write a good joke and put the effort into this and that. And then I see what they're laughing at, which makes no fucking sense. Like rich sent me one. Now this one made me laugh only because of how stupid it was, but it was, it just said like, it's got a picture of a teacher pointing at a, at a, you know, like a, a whiteboard in the front of a class. And then clearly it's just text. That's been typed on a blank wall, but it just says people with beards are just people without beards with beards. Stupidest thing ever. People with beards are just people without beards with beards. And I, I got that it's so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid made me laugh. And I was like, this, the, what the fuck is the point of this? But he sent me so many other things where it's just like somebody with a goofy face, taking a sip of a drink and then making a weird noise. Like, mm. and it's like, and that's it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why he enjoyed it so much that he felt the need to share it with me. But I get like two, three memes a day. I don't understand the vast majority of them. Occasionally I'll see, see one that's funny. Like I think not only did water send me one, but like the next day, rich sent it to me and then somebody else sent it to me or they were showing me on their phone. Oh, did you see this? I'm like, it's the one where someone's like pouring a bunch of gasoline into the back of a truck and they light a match and it blows the person to the ground. And they just kind of grab their shit and fuck off like that, that I get. It was kind of funny, but I don't know. I, I'm as much as I don't find it funny or I don't get it. At least I know that that's what, that's, what's going around in the world right now is just that kind of shit being passed around. Um, so that's, that's that, that's my gaming group. My weirdos, my, my young pups, uh, you know, my friend in, in Finland, my real friend, well, the friend I've actually, I know red, um, you know, water, water's actually his, his, um, wife you know, is a nurse and she's actually traveling around the U S like helping respond to the needs of COVID and whatnot. So they're actually, uh, right this week, uh, moving again to a, a new location. So, um, yeah, just kind of, kind of cool. They'll be, I'll, I'll get a perspective on, on a new spot. So they were in new England. Uh, and then I met them while they were in Nebraska and now they're, they're headed off to, uh, I believe New Mexico. So anyways, another thing that the young pups tra- taught me is, and this is a term, I'm glad I know what it means. Uh, I don't think this is one of those things where uh, I'm going to be able to summarize what a lot of people do very poorly. Um, although I don't even know if they're going to know what I mean when I say it is, uh, dry texting. Have you guys heard of dry texting? I was taught what dry texting means, which is like, you'll send someone like, Hey, I'm running a little bit late. I should be there in like 10 minutes, but let me know if you want me to this or that that I should see you soon. And they'll be like, Okay. You know, Hey, I'm going to be home tonight. If you want to hang out or whatever, blah, 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 blah. That's not that I sound good or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No. One word answers. No, nothing at all. Like no reciprocation into communication, whatever. So like someone's like, okay, K, okay, yeah, like like whatever. Like obviously, if it's a big back and forth, sometimes like okay is is fine. If it's a big back and forth and you've given some stuff too, but like when you scroll and you've got like a one inch bubble of text and that that other person's constantly like one letter, two letters, you know, okay, no, yeah, K, 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 all that bullshit. That's that's dry texting, and some people are really bad at it. Um. The two people that explained to me what it was are notoriously bad for it. Suck big old gorilla balls at it. So that's what you are. If you're that person, just a heads up. If I've taught you anything, if you're the K, okay, yeah, no, just like, okay, sounds good. I'll let you know, like anything to just fucking communicate. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's what dry texting is. I learned that. Thank you young ones for keeping me in the loop as to the new terms. I still don't understand TikTok. I thought TikTok was dancing around, but I guess it's like it's like a longer version of Vines, which didn't last. Vines were like uh or like fax machines in the grand scheme of social media. Um what else? I used a product called Bondit. That was interesting. It was like this white uh it was like a clear liquid, all right? Like I I I've been, uh, I was doing so much online gaming over the course of COVID that I broke my headset twice. I told you guys a story about how I got a new one. Well, I actually like my old one better and I have repaired it once with duct tape, but then this next, this last break that happened was like, uh, it's in a spot where I can't really duct tape it and have the mobility of it. So I was going to use gorilla glue, but you still be the way the, the place with this break is in the shape of headphones. Like you can't clamp it together to hold it for the glue, the gorilla glue to set and you can't like lay it down afterwards I couldn't just like glue it put the two pieces together and then like lay it down because like the shape of the headphones would like make it roll and it would come apart so i'm like I, I need something that likes a fast fucking setting kind of thing so i went to the store in the home depot and they had a a thing called i asked the guy and he told me something called bondit b o n d i t And what it is, is it's like a clear liquid. So it's like, it kind of feels just greasy. It doesn't feel sticky. And you shine a, what you do is you pour the stuff on the area and then you shine this like little ultraviolet led that it has on it. And it basically within like three seconds, it's solidified. It's turned into hard plastic. Um, So I was like, let's give that a try. That, that could be exactly what I need. So um, on the package, it says turns liquid to plastic in four seconds it does do that. Give me one second. I gotta take a sip of water. I've got to keep the mouth super wet or these aligners just cut my fucking tongue to shit. Um, fucking tongue to shit. Curse, 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 curse. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I bought the Bondit stuff and it's, and, and basically when I first put it on, I shine it and it does exactly what it says it does. It turns that liquid into plastic, hard plastic, like right away. The only thing is it doesn't have a particularly sticky effect. So allow me to do my best to explain what it does. It does exactly what it says. It turns the liquid to plastic, but imagine like I wanted to glue my hand to your hand. We're shake hands. We're going to glue our hands together. So I pour a bunch of the shit in our hands, slap our hands together and then shine this light what would happen after I'm done is instead of our hands being glued together, like this stuff has bonded our skin to itself and then to the other person's skin is the plastic just turned hard. So what would happen is the two of us would just be holding a piece of plastic. We just let go of it and it's, it's gone. It's just, we're holding a big solid piece of plastic. So the bonding aspect to it isn't quite there. If you're trying to glue two things together on you, you almost have to like, make the plastic wrap around itself. Like if you were trying to tie it together with like a, um, a, a twist tie, you know what I mean? Like if you were trying to put something together with twist tie, like you could find a way to do it. You'd wrap two pieces of sticks or wrap the outside around with the twist tie, put the two pieces together, wrap the other side. So it's not so much that the twist tie has glued them together is that it's holding them together. But if you pulled, you know, hard enough, it would just slide out of the the twist tie. I mean, like that's kind of what it's like. It's like even like a zip tie. It's not the zip tie itself is not sticky. It's just holding enough pressure. But you pull something hard enough, it'll come out of the zip tie. Well, that's kind of what this stuff did. So, what I ended up doing was like putting gorilla glue right in the middle, so putting the bonding aspect, and then putting this shit around the outside of it, and and then hardening it to sort of hold hold its shape while the gorilla glue glued it. And I've since used it. It's a really long explanation, but. Just in case anyone's listening is like, oh, that sounds like an interesting project for maybe something you're looking for. Like it, it will turn it basically, it'll turn liquid to plastic like that. And so if that helps you hold something together while you glue something else, or maybe that'll be just all you need to, um, do a particular task. Cool. But I just thought I'd I'd give that review. Never heard of it. The guy suggested it to me. I tried it out and it, uh, it, it basically, let's put it this way. It did dry fast enough that it kind of held its shape so that I could let go of this thing and let the gorilla glue just set. So the gorilla glue is what's actually holding it together, but this shit kind of held the pieces intact long enough to, cause I tried just the piece and within a minute it was, it was broken, you know, cause it wasn't, wasn't bonding anything. So the second time when I put the gorilla glue in there and then kind of did like a bit, bit more of this other shit on the outside and, and dried it and hold it in place. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. You can check out videos on bond. It just know that what you see online, um, I watched this one video and the guy's like, guys loving it. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Like, and it looked like, you know, a do it yourself review kind of uh thing. But in all fairness, like I looked and saw more of his videos and it was like, Oh, and here's the free kit. And here's this not bond. I'm like, Oh, so this guy's clearly like either paid to do this thing or whatever, no branding or anything for bond it, but just, Oh, look, I love this stuff. And I tried something else with bond and this and that. So it's like I said, it's basically turning liquid into plastic. There's no adhesive properties to it that I was able to discern. All right. Boring, boring, boring. But that's what I did. I still spent an afternoon going to Home Depot and trying the shit out when I came home and fucking around with it and then going back to return it the next day when it didn't work. Um, Went to good life. All right. to to get my membership going again, spoke to my gang, see them just shot the shit with them a little bit. So I will be going back to the gym soon. I'm looking forward to that. Just want to let you guys know I did that. Um, I also am going to be headed back to London. I'm going to be working a program, um, with a a popular burger company. As a matter of fact, in 20 minutes from now, I have to get off uh, the podcast. I'm hoping we'll be done by then. Um, I'll have to get off and, uh, and do a, a training for them online, but that will have me doing stuff here in Ottawa. I'll be doing stuff in Kingston and Belleville. I will be doing stuff in the London, Sarnia, Kitchener area, all for this gang, which means I'm going to be going back to hang out with my pal red and her husband, John again, uh, in just a month's time. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. seeing my pals again. Cause I had a great time and I can't wait to eat more food covered in dragon come. Um, yeah. What else? Last night I spent way too much time playing a game called prominence poker. And it's literally just a, a p- poker game on the PS4. Uh, it's stupid, but I got to fucking hang out with uh, with Chad and Chance and and Nick and just shoot the shit and play some poker, and that was fun. I had a good time. If you're looking for a free poker game on the PS4, Prominence Poker, have some fun with that. It is dumb. Um, what else here? Guys, I did two spots at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. You'd think I'd be super excited for this. I did uh, a couple new jokes. They seemed to go well, but the crowd was small in the sense it was only like 20 to 30 people maximum spread out in Absolute Comedy showroom. And the weird thing is with the plexiglass that's up, standing, standing anywhere else but stage, you can actually see the comic no problem. Everything's great. And then as soon as you step up on stage behind the plexiglass, all you can see is yourself. You are staring at yourself the whole time, and you are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, you see the crowd behind you, but it's almost like if you went to the mat bathroom and started brushing your teeth, and then all of a sudden the mirror turned into your image still there, brushing your teeth, transparent enough to see like a bunch of other people behind you watching you brush your teeth. So, it'd be like weird because you are trying to focus like your yourself is prominent in your vision. Yet there's a bunch of other people around too, and you're trying to like not get distracted with yourself moving and walk and talk. It, it was fucking weird. Um, it was fun to be back, but I was definitely rusty, as were some of the other comics. Like it was, it was different. It was different to be doing stand up uh, behind the plexiglass, whatever. And I wasn't prepared. I meant all week to to write some new shit. As much as I got some new material out, I didn't have to go back to the old stuff, which is great and. I did a little bit of crowd work, which was good. The crowd seemed to have a good time, but I I was just like, okay, I'm rusty as fuck. Uh, excuse me. The good news to come, uh, or or the the most fun I had while I was there is I got to work with my buddies uh, Casey Corbin and Jim McNally. And Jim McNally is someone I've worked with many times. He's somebody who I've wanted to have on the podcast for a while, and I haven't reached out. But Jim has said some of the most, um, I don't want to say intelligent because it, it is intelligent, but some of the most just eye-opening perspective stuff, uh, in terms of just valuing myself, valuing others, you know, setting boundaries, things like that. Jim is just a great fucking dude. We sat in the green room. We chatted for like almost an hour while, while Casey was on stage. And then while they turned the room over and this and that, I love chatting with Jim McNally. We've done tons of road gigs where, you know, just him and I have chatted in the car and and shared shit. So I want to get him on the podcast Um, and just have a conversation with him. He's such a great fucking dude. I, I honestly, I, I have nothing but admiration and respect for that guy. Um, I'm always, I'm always happy to know I'm going to be working with Jim. And, uh, and that was, was no different. I had a great conversation with him in the back talking about all sorts of different things. Um, but just, I, I told him how I was going to therapy and, and he was like, that's fucking great, man. And, and and he shared a bunch of stuff with me. Um, I, I won't share it now only because I'm hoping to get him on the podcast sometime. He told me how he bought a new piece of property and he's doing all these rentals during COVID. So I'm like, that'd be great, man. I'd love to go up and see it. And maybe I'll bring my gear and we'll sit down and shoot the shit. The shit. Um, so that's how that went, guys. Yeah, not, not a whole lot to report about absolute. It was, it was odd. It was different. It was quiet. And I. I honestly, uh, that was the last night that Angie and I finished, uh, the last of us. So I was actually kind of excited to just get the fuck out of there and and come home and uh, play some game with my friend. Um, what else? I have been corresponding with, uh, someone I met years ago, actually just a few months before the podcast started, uh, named Victoria and Victoria and I met under odd circumstances. And here's the thing, gang, I'm not, I thought I told this story. I thought I told the story. I did not tell the story because I did not have a podcast when this happened. And I can't imagine just this coming out of of nowhere. There's a small chance I may have told it, but I'm not going to look for it. And I'm not going to tell it again now. And the reason being is that, um, I've actually, I, I, when, when I met her, we sent an email back and forth. I offered her, she had something pretty, pretty rough happen in her life. Uh, and saying pretty rough is putting it lightly, but again, I don't want to allude to anything. Um, she had something pretty rough happen. I said, "Hey, if you want to get your mind off some off this stuff, why don't why don't I send you some some tickets for the comedy club? You can come out, have some laughs, and hopefully just you know feel better, or at least escape and forget about your troubles for one evening." And this was just a passenger in my car when she was going through. Well, um, she took me up on the offer, sent me an email, I sent her tickets, and I I ha- she crossed my mind from time to time, you know. But I I didn't have an opportunity. Well, it's not true. I I didn't uh, take the opportunity to reach out to her. You know, I didn't actively think I should reach out. Nah, I just, every time I thought of it, I was not in a position to write an email or whatever. And then, you know, and then it would, that would be gone from my mind. So I took the opportunity the other day, write an email. Hey, I hope you're doing great. Blah, 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 blah. All this will make sense. The reason I'm saying this is we've been chatting a little bit. We were chatting via Facebook and now we're chatting via text and Victoria is actually going to sit down and record a podcast with me on Thursday. So. I will have that for you guys Friday morning. I'm really looking forward to, um, I'm really looking forward to our conversation because I can't wait to tell you guys the story. I can't wait to hear, uh, what her thoughts were at the time and trust me, hers were more important than mine, but I I'm also looking forward to sharing with you guys, the fucking stupidity and awkwardness that was going through my head at the time. Um, and then I'm just gonna have a chat with her. I told her, I, I think she's a great person. And I'd love to get to know her better. And it was at first we were just going to have a video chat and just, just to say what's up and catch up. Um, and then I said, you know what, why don't we just do it on the podcast? If you're cool with that, I would love to tell the story, I would love to get to know you and if you know at the same time feel free to ask me questions and we'll just do like a live getting to know you podcast and she's and luckily you know I had to apologize to I said I'm sorry I'm kind of an open book and I forget that a lot of people you know you know want privacy and things like that so please no I mean no disrespect whatever she was like you know this sounds super cool and exciting and that da da." so I was like oh that's awesome. So that's coming up and I, and I'm looking forward to doing that and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And I can't wait for you to hear the, the, the circumstances that surrounded our meeting, but it was just uh, meeting Victoria was probably like when people say, oh, you drove for Uber. Oh, I bet you got all sorts of funny stories from that. Uh, nope, no, I did not. Driving Uber was, was boring the vast majority of the time, if not stressful, um, not funny or cute or adorable or any of those things that you might think. Um, so I I did not love driving Uber. Uh, but meeting Victoria was probably the best story, the best takeaway that I had from that. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll talk to her on Thursday. All right, what else? What else? Get this fucking thing. Any of this interesting or funny? Nope. Um, I noticed that my sheets, my fitted sheet on my bed is starting to go. It's, it's uh, the other night I was taking the top off so I could put, you know, do my, make my bed. And, uh, and I noticed that there was like a little bit of shredding, little, little bit of shredding going on. Like the, the threads are coming apart in one spot of the bed. And I was like, Oh, great. I got like a big white, you know, mattress cover underneath. Uh, so I pee the bed and no, I'm getting, uh, I don't know. Someone was just saying like, you gotta get Jason gave me a mattress cover years ago. Cause he's saying, I oh, just, if you sweat and stuff, you know, you protect your mattress with this. I was like okay so. um yeah, there's definitely nothing plastic about it. So I can tell you right now, if you piss the bed, it's going right through. It'll it'd it be it buys you maybe three seconds. Like if you do that thing where you you wake up because you, you dream you're going to the bathroom, you're like, oh shit, throw the blankets off, rip the fitted sheet off, rip the other one off, you might buy, you might be able to get yourself through. I haven't tested it. Uh you know, when I piss the bed, I like to piss it good. You know what I'm saying? I like to get the job done. Um But, anyways, yeah, so I need to get like a new thing. And I also Fucking fitted sheet for my bed. I got, I, so I've had to learn terminology so that I can fucking search for the products that I need to buy. I have what's called the pillow top mattress, I guess, where it's like a mattress and then there's like a soft top to it. Like you couldn't just flip the mattress, which is something that people used to do, I guess. I remember that term. Ah, I, forgot, I haven't flipped the mattress in a while. Well, you, I guess we have a tilt, t- Jesus Christ, pillow top mattress. Stuttering with these goddamn aligners. Plus I'm like three words ahead in my fucking brain. Pillow top mattress. You can't flip it because it's just like the, the soft top on the mattress. Well, I can't find a fitted sheet that will stay on this fucking thing to save my life. Like even the even the mattress cover that Jay gave me, it's like a queen size on the top, which for some reason seems to be like on the top of the thing, seems to be three inches in from the corners. Even though it's made for a queen, it says right on the fucking tag, three inches in from the edge of the mattress and then the things kind of almost go down long enough to cover like did they do cover around the bottom of it but just barely so like i tossed to her once they spit right up over the corner so i am constantly fucking pulling my fitted sheet back over the top of my my mattress or whatever so i need like i guess a deep pocket or whatever the fuck they call it and i need to get one for like a pillow top mattress because having that pillow top like raises an extra couple of just a couple of inches so i'm trying to find like a and I didn't know what the mattress protector because I want to buy a new one of those because it's all shredded the shit underneath my my thing. I don't know how that's possible, but I need to find a new mattress protector slash cover. I don't know what the fuck that's called. And I know what I need is a fitted sheet, but I need a, I need a fitted sheet with a deep pocket so that it'll go all the way around, I guess is what it's called. And then I need like a mattress protector, a mattress cover. I still don't know what it's called. If you guys know what it's called, contact the one man podcast.com. I'd really like to know what it is that I'm trying to find, but I need a deep, I need something that's a large fucking cover for a queen size mattress. And, uh, yeah, that might solve my problems. Right. So I first I need to, to, to Google what I'm looking for so I can find it. And I need black Black matches all my stuff that I have. So I need the black fucking mattress covers and all that crazy shit uh what else i went with my buddy mark i gotta do this i gotta wrap it up i got nine minutes here um i went to my buddy mark's house mark my my good friend we went over we were gonna go kayaking he reached out to me in the middle of the afternoon uh can't remember what day it was but but he's was, i was like hey when yeah when are you free next And he's like today i was like oh fuck and he's like do you want to come over and we'll go for a little kayak or whatever it's like oh fuck uh okay Cause I wanted to go for a walk. I wanted to go get some exercise. And I was like, yeah, the kayaking thing could be good. Although I'm more used to canoeing than kayaking. I don't think I've ever been kayaking. I explained to him that when I was young, someone explained to me that like, you have to, you get into a kayak with your legs and it's small and you have to put the oar behind your back, to like push yourself out of this thing. Cause you almost like lock yourself in with your legs. And if you happen to flip over, you got to do like this kind of like tuck barrel roll to pull yourself back up, right. Or otherwise you'll drown. Cause you're stuck in this thing. And I was like, And I was very young when someone explained that to me, like, like, I think like 10 or 11 years old. So I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to get in something that I'm like locked in and I have to do like a fucking athletic roll to get like a death roll to, to get back out of the water. And with me and my anxiety, like you tell me that I'm like, yeah, you know what? I just won't do that thing. That'll, that'll kill me. And Mark's like, no, you can get in and out of these things. No problem. There's big kayaks and little kayaks and whatever. So I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. But got to Mark's place. Uh, He started making dinner again, uh, picked up some steaks, uh, went all out. He didn't fuck up any part of this meal this time. Last time we had the salt potatoes. Uh, this time uh, <laughs> everything was great. Last time except for the potatoes too. Like I, I felt like I, I told you guys already. I felt bad uh, just even offering my my feedback because it wasn't being overly critical. It was just offering my feedback. But um, yeah, I started getting the steaks ready and potatoes and this. And that. So we sat in the back backyard while while some of that stuff was being done and we had a you know uh, sorry I had a cigar and we drank whiskey together. And, uh, you know, and as we sat there in the heat and, you know, getting a little bit of dry, I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to scratch the kayak from today just because we've got time and I got, I got plans with someone later on. So I'm like, if that's cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So we just sat around shot the shit. We had, uh, he did an incredible job with dinner. Uh, we had steak and potatoes. Everything was phenomenal. He did these, uh, amazing veggies and he made an incredible like au jus sauce. With like, like camembert cheese, like put camembert cheese right in the sauce, melted it and reduced it. Everything was incredible. Everything was incredible. We got into a discussion about how he hates dishwashers. Like he'd rather hand wash everything because you know, oh, when well, you go to get dishes, all the fucking dishes are dishwasher. I'd love to just be like, I like dishwashers. I don't like the people who use them because the people are stupid. My roommates consistently put dirty dishes in the clean dishwashers. Like the dishes, our dishwasher, when it's clean, the door will pop open. So it kind of air dry. And they'll just come along and throw dirty peanut butter knives like covered in peanut butter right in with all the other cutlery. So it gets slathered on everything that's just been cleaned. Dirty plates in there. Dirty. They'll take like a bowl that's still got like a little bit of like milk from cereal. And they'll literally put it on the top rack, which immediately pours all of what their milk's left all over the clean. Like ugh, fucking roommates are hell. Anyways, um, Mark hates dishwashers. He'd rather wash everything by hand. Uh, I fucking hate doing dishes more cursing. Um, I hate doing dishes so dishes can go fuck themselves. I like dishwashers. for That reason I can't wait to make dishwashers that'll actually do a proper job of like getting the crap off pots and pans. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh, the dishes, you know, you go to get dishes. They're always dirty in the dishwasher. Well, you know, run the fucking dishwasher then, you know, every night before bed, put it on. You'll never run out of dishes because you've, everyone's got more than just exactly the amount of dishes for one night in their house. Mark, there's your solution. Run the fucking dishwasher before you go to bed. Boom. You'll never have to wait for, 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 dishes. You don't wait until every dish is used to run the dishwasher. Motherfucker. Um, Mark did, sorry, I'm, I'm banging the time. I got five minutes before my thing here. Um, Mark made an amazing meal. Absolutely amazing meal. No criticism. I fucking loved every bite of it. Every bite. Fucking phenomenal. Curse, curse, curse. Um, and then Mark was talking to me about pancakes and I was telling him how, like, I don't remember how fucking pancakes came up. <sighs> stop swearing. I'm actually, I don't like it. I, I, I've, I've, I don't listen to the podcast after I've recorded it, but every now and again, I'll you know throw one on for some reason or another um, to hear something I was talking about and just hear how much I curse. I don't like it. Um, Mark and I were talking about pancakes. I believe I was saying how like, I, I don't make pancakes very often because I don't like going through the trouble for just one person. And I use a mix and he's like, Oh, oh you can't use a mix mixer. And I go, yeah, I don't like getting all the ingredients out. He's like, no, nah, nothing. He's like, he insisted. Afternoon, he's like, I'll make you pancakes right now and show you how freaking easy it is. I was like, we just ate a full meal, but sure, I'll, I'll eat a couple pancakes. Why not? Nice little dessert. And so Mark, while inebriated, uh, starts like throwing all the ingredients into a bowl. And he's like showing me like, oh, you got to like fluff the eggs. You got to separate the egg yolks and the egg whites. And then you got to hand mix the egg whites to make it just really fluffy, gives them this nice fluff. And then we're in the living room, like watching I'm watching T V with uh with his with his wife and his son and you know, he starts cooking these things. He's oh shit, I forgot to put the fucking egg yolks back. Like he I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Mark was was, was drunk. Or at least inebriated. Not like he wasn't falling over drunk, but his whole point was to show me how amazing pancakes can be when you make them yourself and how it doesn't take any longer and the process isn't any harder. And he was constantly fucking up and forgetting shit and whatever. It was so funny. And I'm like, so do you feel like you proved your point with what you were doing? It was so funny. The pancakes were still good, but he didn't have eggs in some of them and, and then just had like the egg white. It was really funny. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I make my, my pre-mix, my scoop water done just as fast. Um, we also talked about how I'll have to make this the last thing. I'm going to have to pause. I'm not going to get to the end of, uh, of this before I, uh, have to go to my meeting. So, uh, I'll, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I don't want to rush. I want to talk about this because I think this is actually really interesting and I'd love to get your guys ideas. We've got two things that, that one thing I want to do with Mark and I need your help. And then one thing Mark would actually like, uh, your guys help with too. So I'm going to go ahead and pause this. I'm going to get ready to bounce on my, um, uh, my, uh, training here and I will be back in a little bit with the power of pause, boop. And I'm back. That was the very, very short meeting. Uh, I learned nothing from it. So, um, even though I sat, uh, within a couple of feet of my computer the entire time, I felt like I absorbed a little of nothing. The, the, guy running the meeting great dude he just seems so tired he's like yeah and this is uh you know you guys can read this before you shift shifted uh you know you can do a like, we got like a training deck and we kind of follow along as they introduce us to the program which i'll tell you guys more about as i do it uh, but it sounds like it's gonna be fun and i'm actually gonna be traveling all over ontario uh doing it and uh, and i get to work with my buddy jad again Jad is uh, going to be uh, joining me for the Ottawa area, and then uh, if I do Kingston and Belleville as well, which I'm hoping to do, uh, we'll be working together again with that. So that'll be lots of fun. And uh, yeah, beepity boop squap. Okay, so back to the podcast. I was talking about Mark, my buddy Mark, and all the fun stuff. He hates the dishwasher. Tell me if you guys are in the same boat with that dishwasher bullshit. You know what I mean? Some people like a dishwasher. Some people don't like a dishwasher. I I hate doing dishes, but I also dislike that dishwashers are not particularly good at cleaning certain things. You know what I mean? Like you kind of do got to give a plate a rinse first because the more shit you leave a lot, and they love to like fossilize cheese onto things like spatulas and stuff. You know, also egg. I notice that like a like a lot of if I leave a reasonable amount of egg, you know, on a spatula, it's gonna fossilize that shit. It's like it shrink wraps it to the actual stuff. Um, maybe shrink wrap's not a good example, but it's, it just dries the shit out of it. And you have to like scratch and scrape it off. And you're like, I've never seen eggs this, this hard before anyways. Um, so yeah, there's that. So here's the thing. I may have mentioned this in the podcast before, but my buddy Mark is not a coffee drinker. In fact, has never tried coffee. And when I was talking to him, I almost get the impression that Mark's interpretation of coffee is that it's like. You drink it and it does something to you. Now it does of course do that, but it's interesting because coffee is a stimulant and I could see I could see someone who's never had it and you, these people who talk about how like, oh, I can't function the same when I don't have my coffee whatever. Like I could see having coffee, like how, how coffee might have the same look as if it was like cocaine or something, like not to the same degree, but just this whole like you do it and then you feel different right now. Similarly, smoke pot or when you drink. But the thing is, Coffee to me, it's almost like sugar. Like sugar's a stimulant and sugar's a drug, but it's not the kind of thing that I would say that like you drink a pop and you fucking feel different. Like yeah, it might give you a little more energy, but it's not. It's not. It's not like when when you're a kid when you give kids cake and ice cream, you watch them bounce off the fucking walls like gremlins. I think it's more. You know, you have sugar or pop or something like that, and you just you might have a little bit more energy. But there's also caffeine in those things too. There's caffeine and chocolate. So all that is to say that my buddy Mark has never had coffee and he doesn't seem afraid of it, but we talked about how like, I'd love to do a podcast where you try coffee for the first time, but it's almost like, um, there's some, some coffees that, uh, there's shit coffee and there's good coffee, right? Like if you were going to give somebody their first taste of chocolate in their entire life, like I don't know. I, I don't even know if chocolate's the great example, but it's almost like, like whiskeys or wines or anything like that. Like if you're going to give somebody who's never tried it, you know, and I'm not going to say his age, but he's, he's, he's older than me. Let's put it that way. And all, all of his life, never tried coffee. I'm like, that is so fascinating to me. And coffee, holy fuck. I'd sooner give up whiskey than giving up coffee. I drink coffee every day, unless I just i am busy and I forget, but I drink coffee every day. It's, I just, I, I fucking love the taste of a, a nice coffee when it's hot and nice you know, cup of coffee with breakfast, you know, I, I know there's those, the coffee drinkers out there get what I'm saying. Um, there's some casual coffee drinkers. I know like my buddy, Chris goes through quite the process to make himself a cup of coffee, but he has the one cup of coffee in the morning and then that's it. He doesn't, he's just, no, I had my cup today and that's it. Like he just, you know, he regulates whatever me, if I feel like a fucking cup of coffee, I'll have a cup of coffee. I drink like, uh, like six cups of coffee a day. Uh, those of you who know me might just be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Well. You'd be surprised. I'm nuts regardless. I wore these fucking Birkenstocks today when I went for a walk with Simon. And I got fucking blisters right in the sides of the arch of my feet. I really feel like I need to wear socks with those sandals just until I wear them in on the sides. Fuck, it hurts. Um, They're big. Anyways, sorry. I just was like, oh, the sides of my feet hurt. And I reached down and felt, oh, there's, there's blisters. They all blessed us on them now for um, So yeah, I, I want to do a coffee tasting with Mark. And I really, I'd like to document it for you guys, because that's got to be fascinating to other people too. Like I can see someone like, oh, I've never tried whiskey or I've never tried wine or alcohol or something like that. But he's never, never tried coffee. I know people who don't like coffee. They've tried it. They didn't like it. Given it a few goes, didn't like it. And even that, right? Like people who don't like wine or something. It's like, yeah, you may have just had some really shitty table wines, it's a big thing out there but again it's it's more of like we like something and we want to impose our likes on someone else but i think coffee like coffee is my understanding like just shy of tea so the most popular drink in the entire world is water the second most popular drink in the entire world is tea and coffee is a very close third so of all the things that people love to drink you know coffee's right up there no question coffee is absolutely killing it so i wanted to do like I got into coffee when I was very young, like I would say probably under 10 because my mom used to make coffee, but she would make like the flavored, you know, like hazelnut or French vanilla. In fact, when I was a kid, I remember hazelnut vanilla and it was a fucking delicious coffee, you know, a couple teaspoons of sugar and some cream. That's a delicious beverage and it's, and it's more coffee adjacent than it is actual coffee. Cause you're with sugar and cream and hazelnut and vanilla. You're very, you're not really sitting on coffee or sitting on a very, you know, sweet, you know, uh, bouqueted, you know, sugary, ah, whatever. It's it, it was nice. So I remember I used to drink those when I was a kid, and I loved it. And it never affected me, never amped me up, whatever it was. Um, but I've enjoyed coffee from a young age. Is that why you're crazy, Josh? Maybe. Maybe. Um, but... <laughs> I, uh, I, I've enjoyed it for a very long time and I've tried lots of different stuff. And as I get older, I, I like, you know, regular flavor. I still drink the odd French vanilla. I had a French vanilla and not French vanilla cappuccino. Please let that be clear. Just the French vanilla flavored roasted coffee beans. Um, I had one of those earlier today and it's nice to just have a, a nice cup of, of, you know, uh, flavored coffee as well. But I, I'm, I have for years just, you know, regular cup of coffee is good. And then there's, but that's the thing is there's so much coffee, like there's, so many brands, some of it's shit, some of it's not, there's the fast food stuff. Every, I would say the vast amount of people know that diner coffee, like the shit that they just keep coming around with a pot, fill it up is shit. It's garbage. You know, it, it gives you that coffee taste with, you know, whatever meal you're having, or gives you the, the, you know, coffee with breakfast or wherever you are, but it's, it's not, it's not the good shit. That's not the stuff that you, you taste your first time. So part of me, wants to do like a coffee tasting for marcus i want to get like a few of the popular ones i have three different kinds of starbucks coffee here at the house but i want to get them like uh you know go through a tim hortons and get a coffee i'm going to get a double double because that's like classic canadiana even though the double doubles now are nothing like the classic ones i think the vast majority of the population has agreed that tim hortons coffee is pretty shitty now and the the mcdonald's mccafe stuff is better so i want to get them like a. Like a McCafe coffee. I want to get him a Tim Hortons coffee. And I want to have a couple coffees here in the house. But that's the thing is like, and I also want to do the accoutrement, right? Because some people don't like cream and sugar in their coffee. Some do. So I almost want to like brew different coffees and then let him taste them, you know, with sugar, with cream, with milk, just to find like what his tastes would be. So I find, I want to ask you guys, and this, I really 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 want you to write in with this one guys please and thank you is what coffee would you give someone who's never tried coffee before you know an adult who's spent more than four decades without ever drinking coffee what would you what would you what would their first sip of coffee be what would you recommend what brand You know, do you give it to them black first? Cause I find that people don't like, we've never tried coffee, like the, the bitter way of getting it. It's like the first person who gets to try whiskey. Don't you want to make them like a Jack and Coke first and give them that little hint of whiskey flavor and then let them sort of phase out the sweet part of it and the watered down part of it. Right. Or do you hit them real hard with a smoky, insanely high alcohol level? Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's kind of where I go. You spar before you get into the ring with a fucking heavyweight, you don't just go, ah, punch me as hard as you can right in the face. So that's what I'd like to know from you guys. Contact at one man podcast.com. I would love to know what's your favorite coffee. Doesn't matter. There's no judgment. There'll be no judgment. I would just love to, to sit down with Mark sometime and have him sip and try the different coffees and, you know, and, and just to see kind of what's out there and what's the big deal and this and that. And, you know, and it, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he'd get, I doubt he'd get a buzz on the first time like we're not gonna try a lot of it. it's kind of like a sip sip taste spit or swallow it but at the end of the day you know just the different tastings you'd probably have like a you know have had like the amount of like a cup of coffee but i just wanted that he had a chance to taste the different ones put a little milk put a little cream whatever you know a little sugar or or different accoutrements tell me what you think i should have as a side i've got i've got agave syrup i've got honey i've got granulated sugar you know what other things would you suggest to have right I could, I wouldn't do almond milk. I could do soy milk because almond milk doesn't go into coffee. Well, anyways, you get what I'm saying, right? It's like literally do like a tasting, but like a coffee tasting. That would be interesting. I mean, I'd love to know what you guys do hey, or just tell me what you drink. Don't even worry about like, Hey, this is the one I think would we'll be first. Just whatever you've decided that you liked guys. Let me know what, what do you, what is your coffee every day? Do you go with the, uh, you know, do you go to the grocery store and you buy a big can of something and throw it in your freezer and that's your, your shit. Do you, do you drip? you know, like the, the, with the glass pot, do you do drip coffee? Do you do Keurig? Do you do an espresso as I do? <laughs> or do you buy your coffee every day? Is it easier to just go out and buy your one cup of coffee and you don't have to deal with the hassle of having a machine and it's always brewed perfectly and blah, 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 blah. You know, I I'd really like to know, uh, what's what. So anyways, just let me know, contact the one man podcast.com. And finally, Regarding my trip to Mark's house, Mark, uh, has got a, uh, a young son who will be going if, if school goes back to normal, of course, will be going back to school for his last year of high school in the fall. And, uh, I believe last year, Mark picked up his son at the, when the bus dropped them off at the end of the first day of school, Mark had these like inflatable, uh, raptor suits like dinosaur suits. And he got in that and he picked his son up. So when the bus dropped him off, he he showed up. He, he was there at the bus wearing a giant Raptor suit. And he was, he was chasing his kid down the street. And he got it all recorded, chasing. So he's telling me, he's like, it's his last year of high school. I want to do something very, uh, very, very interesting. So Mark sent me an email. So I'm going to read this uh, for you guys now, but at the same time, I'll just tell about the discussion. So he said, embarrassing son. Hey, Josh, writing you today to get ideas from you or your listeners, my onesies, on how I can greet my son once he gets off the school bus from his first day of his last year of school. You might remember that I greeted my oldest son last year with a blow up dinosaur costume and I look forward uh, for, sorry, and I'm dinosaur costume and I'm look for a new uh, an innovative way to embarrass my son. Uh, Any help you might Any help to make this a memorable day for him and me would be greatly appreciated. Thanks in advance. Mark. Well, Mark, we discussed it uh, when we were sitting there in the back and, uh, and I'd love to get some ideas from you guys, but I remember I didn't have many ideas. In fact, the first idea that hit me, I actually think would be fucking hysterical, more swearing. Um, I, I thought it would be absolutely hysterical to get like three or four dads from the neighborhood to dress up in like, I don't I don't think they're called halter tops, but like you know, like like crop tops, is that what they're called? Where it's short, and it's basically just under the boobs and then the belly the belly's out, and then like Daisy Duke cut off jean shorts, right? And have like like the dad bods, like uh, charity car wash going on. So the bus comes down the street and it's just a bunch of old guys, you know, in like Daisy Dukes with like the bottom of the butt cheek hanging out and the big beer bellies and these like little crop tops and just like buckets full of soapy, sudsy water. Like you got to pull the, like, like one or two cars out into the street to block the bus. You gotta, you almost got to like get to the bus driver in the morning and say like, we're going to do something tonight. It's going to be fucking hilarious you know, can you get on board with this? Whatever. Just let us know when you come or just, just to let you know, when you come around the corner tonight, we're going to have the street blocked off. So the whole idea is it's got to be like some signs that are like, you know, charity car wash whatever. over. But like, as it comes up to the cars, the dads are like washing the hoods with their bellies and like splashing, splashing sudsy water on each other, uh, you know, all while like cherry pie by warrant play. She's my cherry pie. Right. And just like the the dad bodier the better. You know? And just like just splashing the so and then when a kid gets off the bus, or if the kid refuses to get off the bus, right? You almost get the dads to get on the bus to grab them and, and like, you know I don't want to say lap dance or whatever, but just the whole idea is that it's just so over-the-top fucking hilarious just all these dads sudsing down these cars, whatever very, I think that would be incredibly embarrassing uh, for him. I think it would be fucking hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. Like they're just, but you build it up to make the you know, big car wash. So just bug you gotta hide a bunch of buckets of soapy water behind the cars too, because that's your props. So find all the different things to do. Just the suds and the wash them up, you know, cherry pie by warrant, pour some sugar on me by Def Leppard. I think that's what it's by. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff, but just the whole like strip club vibe, but these old dads doing like a car wash thing. I think, I think that would be, and it's, so it's like a very much like a tableau come around the corner. You just pull and you just, you hear the music. You're like, what is going on? And just a bunch of dad bods, Daisy Duke short And, you know, just, just cleaning the cars. Like they're the sexiest things in the entire world. That to me would be fucking hysterical, but that, that was my take on it. That was my idea uh, onesies. If you guys have any ideas that you think would be more embarrassing, or whatever. I just, I think that that's a doable one. I don't think it's expensive, you know, filling buckets with soapy water. You just, you know, when the bus is supposed to come. So you got like an hour to, to get everything ready and prep and get into costume. And you know, the wives be more than happy to film all that shit and whatnot. So that's, uh, that's my, uh, that's my thoughts. I think that would be a really, really embarrassing one for the, the son. And, uh, yeah, I think you might enjoy that. Finally, finally today guys i walked walked uh w-a-l-k-e-d walked um gave myself these blisters on my feet i was talking about with my buddy simon all right old simon and simon and i walked to a place that i really like i gotta be honest i really like the owner uh andrew andrew's a great dude um yeah i uh we walked to to crazy for you on bronson guys it is a great bon me place i just had my second one andrew was kind enough to make one for me and uh and sent it home with me cuz i i had already just eaten not too long before um so sent one home to me i actually just thoroughly enjoyed that i don't know if you know notice so i'm actually speaking clearer i took my liners out so i could eat but um while i was while i was half paying attention to my training i i wolfed down my uh my bon me holy fuck is it ever good so good. So good. You guys, if you're in the Ottawa area, crazy FoU you on Bronson, you got to check it out. Also, they got an Instagram page where you can see some of their stuff. Follow their Instagram. Um, let me see if I, yeah, you just type in crazy space, FoU you space and you'll find it. Um, cause I don't know if I'm still sitting on it here. Um, of course I go to, to, to the search page and it's all just tits and ass there. Um, why are there always thoughts on my homepage? Okay, it is crazy, P H O Y O U dot Ottawa is their Instagram handle. But you can see the great sandwiches. They're very authentic, bon me, stupid, good bon me. I've also had their egg rolls, which are pretty good. Um, but Andrew gave me um he gave me sweet tea today. Let me try a sweet tea and sweet tea for anyone who doesn't know is is like what they call iced tea in the southern United States, so Andrew was in Texas for a while and uh and just opened his uh his place in March, and they do basically it's it's like not insanely sweet uh iced tea like when you get it in a can here where it's like preservatives and there's like the lemon iced tea and it's just like insanity sugar and almost no tea, t- tea taste to it whatsoever um this is just like yeah, it's 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 effectively like black tea cold with sugar and it's delicious it's very 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 good i gotta tell you incredibly refreshing um also he puts like a few slices of of lemon in the actual when you're drinking it like so it's like fresh lemon in it um not squeezed just sliced and in your drink And i think there was even i could be crazy i may have just looked at it the wrong light but i think it was almost like a little piece of lime in there too either way the iced tea was absolutely delicious we were talking about i'm like i'm like dude you gotta you know if it's ever quiet go stand on the street. Just out front and just give people like little, little cup, little cup samples of this thing. Cause it's too, it's too good to, to be here. And people don't know. And again, it's not, it's not generally speaking. Sweet tea is not generally something we do here. The first time I ever heard that was only within the last few years, uh, a bit that Rory Scovel was doing about dry weddings. And he's like, oh, we're only having uh, we have, we don't, there's no bar here. We're just, we're just serving sweet tea and water. Um, so that was the first time I'd ever heard sweet tea. And I, and I thought well, maybe, maybe that's like iced tea. Like what the fuck is sweet tea? Um, but yeah, that's basically what it is. It's kind of like, you know, it's iced tea, but it's it's done in the, you know, traditional, I guess American style. They have nest tea and stuff down there, but sweet tea is is steeped tea, cold water, or sorry, yeah, cold sugar added, uh, delish. Very good stuff. Crazy for you guys make amazing banh And I gotta say, uh, really, really good price too. Really good price. Um, I know places, you know, that are doing sandwiches that are nowhere near the level of, I'm not trying to shit on other places. I'm just saying, I I know a lot of places where you go in, you buy a sandwich, it costs you 11 bucks and it is, it is a sandwich. First off Subway, get your shit together. 12 to $14 for a fucking sludgy sandwich. That's that's their sandwiches are fucking pathetic for the prices that they're charging. Absolutely fucking pathetic. And now this is not to say that the sandwich is there. They're they're like a good eight inch size bond me, but it's on a really good baguette. Uh, Andrew actually goes to the trouble of going to a particularly nice bakery to to get his buns uh, for his sandwiches. So it's not like you know big industrial commercial. Like he he takes a lot of care with it. But the all the ingredients are phenomenal. Made me one today. I don't even know all the things were. I know that it had. I think it was prosciutto. He said, uh, or something like that. I kept thinking bruschetta, but prosciutto. I think is what he said. Um, that was delicious on there as well as like the meat and the pate. Oh, it's it, amazing sandwich guys. And I, 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 I think I'm right. I think I'm right. I believe it's like seven or eight bucks for the sandwich. Very reasonable for what you get. Absolutely fucking delicious. And I mean, sandwiches are good. You know, who's going to shit on a sandwich, but I'm talking like the flavors in here from like the, the mayo that he's got on there to the pate, to the, uh, prosciutto. I was going to say prosciutto again, prosciutto uh also the cucumbers and the pickled carrots uh like the little bit of like pickled carrot on it is fucking delicious uh, it, it's an amazing sandwich i got i got to say in terms of like when i think small like and it's not everywhere you can't get banh mi everywhere especially like in a traditional you know which is a vietnamese french fusion right the baguette being the french part and the and then of course the vietnamese banh mi taste uh, uh great it's really good food i haven't even had their pho yet um, but they got a lot of cool stuff on their menu and I can tell you this, honestly, go in there. Great dudes. Really like really friendly, really sweet, really kind. Um, and yeah, you I know, I, I don't know. I genuinely like them as people. Like I've gone a couple times with Simon just for the walk and just shot the shit with them. You know what I mean? It's not about going in and, and get them. just, I just like the dudes, but, um, yeah, great, great dudes. I hope they stick around and, and, and laugh. They, they really it's even a funny thing. Like they even take all of their customers um, uh, feedback. Let's say, I was gonna say criticism, but feedback and, and Andrew does everything he can to implement it right away. You know what I mean? Which is, which I told him, I'm like, well, if someone's being nice about it, then cool. But, but you don't want to just be constantly changing for, for other people. Um, not to suggest that's what they were, but just, I remember he was saying like, he's, I was at his place like last week and then someone came in, I guess they told him they didn't feel safe because the plexiglass wasn't low enough. And so Andrew went and lowered it. Um, like, I don't think I, I saw it before. It really didn't make a big difference, but the fact that someone was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I know I'm not comfortable with this, but then he told me like, she was like, oh, I'll do it for you and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, that's too far. But I go, but I love the fact that like someone said that and you're like, okay, well, how can I make it? You know, rather than like, like some people get their backup so quickly um anyways i'm just yak 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 i i i like them a lot i really like those guys um good dudes family-owned business in fact while we were there today the uh, uh some of the family members came in i guess the mother is uh somebody who makes uh the egg rolls there and everything like that so you know they were like oh yeah she's the one who was like, it was really cool like i like family-owned businesses and they're very supportive of the other stores in the area too like they're they're next to like a barbershop whatever and they all the staff there get their hair cut there just to try to keep that's that, that particular area thriving, especially through COVID. Um, the place is called crazy for you. This is not a paid, uh, advertisement or anything like that, but just, i I really respect and appreciate genuine people. And I, I really think that of, of these guys, they're genuine dudes. they, 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 a lot of care and effort into what they make they're very reasonable they're not fucking price gouging like every place is like no we make authentic blah, blah blah it's like come get a fucking $13 ice cream cone because it's artists and men. it's fucking ice cream cone for $13 fuck you you know what i mean i don't know maybe it's unreasonable but fuck sakes like you can have stuff that's authentic and real that doesn't cost Uh, you basically price yourself out of the average person being able to do it. $7 for a sandwich is not unreasonable. It is so fair. And what you're getting is realistically the, those artisanal prices. I don't, they don't taste anywhere near as good as this fucking sandwich that I'm getting for seven, eight bucks at crazy for you. I'm very, very, uh, happy that this place is, is in my neighborhood and, uh, and then I get to experience it. And, And again, even better that it's run by, by good dudes good dudes who, who appreciate their customers and are willing to listen to your, your feedback and, and whatnot when you come into their place. So, um, if you're in there just fucking check it out, won't hurt you pop in, tell them, uh, tell them the fat fuck from the, no, don't say that. Just tell them I said, you. one man is listening to one man podcast. Josh wouldn't shut up about the sandwiches. They'll know who you're talking about. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, onesies, I hope that you guys have a great week. I've got, uh, like I said, I got that interview with Victoria coming up on Thursday. I, uh, what else do I have going on? I'm gonna play some Last of Us with Simon and Angie tonight. Last of Us part two, that's gonna be fun. Huh? Um, I'm gonna try to read. Uh, I gotta go figure out what fitted sheets and bed covers and deep pockets and all these different things mean. Um, my shit's not so much at a point now where I've got to replace it, but I'm going to have to do that soon. Um but that's it. I got to get my shit back together with writing jokes too cuz that was uh that was I didn't bomb, but I did not do as well as I would have liked to for my first set back. But then that's the thing with not doing well in stand up, right? Is if you don't have a great set, you don't learn anything good from a great set, right? You learn you learn better from from failure than you do uh success. So, um it basically was just I had fun, I got laughs. I just want to make sure now that I've got these new premises that I got out of my, my head, by the way, that joke that I told you guys, I had to get out of bed three times to write. I tried that and it got some laughs. So there's something there. I'm gra uh, I'm glad and grateful. I was gonna say, I'm great, (laughs) glad and grateful to, uh, to, to have tried that out and whatnot. And again, that was Jim McNally pushing me to, to do some new shit. I was kind of just dicking around the first show, didn't know where I was going and, you know, talked to Jim, gave me a little emotional head shake. And then, uh, went back to the late show and, uh, and got some new shit out. So, um, yeah, more stories to come more fun shit in my future. I'm going to be doing an acting gig and by that. I mean, background acting, just sitting in a fucking restaurant on Friday. So waiting to get more details on that, but that'll give me a perfect opportunity while I'm in uh, holding, if we're even doing that, I don't know what the new rules with COVID are, but, um, while I'm in that area, uh waiting to do some some acting i'll try to put pen to paper with some new jokes and do some reading and all sorts of fun shit so onesies i hope you have yourselves a wonderful week you guys are the fucking best uh look forward to hearing you know your coffees your thoughts on dishwashers all sorts of fun shit um oh shit my friend oh i'm gonna leave one more thing i forgot my buddy brent who's struggling with migraines in um outy or sorry out west uh brent sent me a message uh, a couple nights ago so he's been going into the hospital with uh, with migraines i want to get this out too uh he reached out and he said that that me struggling with all the gazebo parts when I was putting together, he got a good laugh out of that. So he sent me this story. He said, uh, so I was in the ER the other night for six hours. I had a bad migraine. So I've been corresponding with, uh, with Brent too. And, and he's not, his situation is not getting any easier on him. Uh, They're not able to find out why these migraines won't go away. So I I hope you're doing better. I hope when you listen to this dude that you're feeling better. Um, So he sent me this. uh, So I was in the ER the other night for six hours. I had a bad migraine. So I had to get a CT scan and all that. It's 3 a.m. There are six sorry there are six of us in our own uh, curtain cubicles everybody is sleeping snoring except me they wheel in a drunk old lady the noise is enough to wake everybody up a few minutes later she starts puking on the floor huh. Now, I used to drive ambulance, so I know exactly what is going to happen next. So does the nurse. A look of sheer panic flashes on her face. She immediately looks at the cardboard puke bucket stash. There's only one left. I see her whisper fuck under her breath because like me, she knows. She takes the old lady, her pu- her only puke bucket, and starts calling for help. I need buckets in here, she shouts to her coworkers. Oh, sorry, Sarah, a female calls back. I meant to do that, but I forgot. Then, one by one, the other patients in the room start to puke. First one, then two, then three, four, and five. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel for the nurse. That's a hopeless situation to be in, but that shit was funny as fuck. The sound and smell of one person puking starts a chain reaction. It's like watching a Monty Python sketch. Your gazebo story with the chaos of the plastic sticking to the things you didn't want it to stick to and then not sticking to the things you wanted it to, to uh, stick to remind me of the puke dominoes in the ER. And the way you told the story was, light, was a la Louis Black. So I uh, I thought that was funny, and then I asked him if I could read the story. But it was really... Uh, it was, it was, it was rough. And then, and, and like I said, we've been chatting a little bit back and forth. It's he's actually day 13 now with the migraine. Um, so oh, he told me, I, I won't be able to repeat this one, but I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say it regardless. I'm going to ask you guys what you think. So let me see here. Is this a nightfall over 30 all day? Okay. House is hot. Every window is open trying to sleep. Did I mention the migraine? So he's got, so he's still trying to break this migraine. Still no answers from the air. He's been in the air ER a couple of times. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I fuck dude. And my, my heart goes out to you. I really, really hope this is not one of those things where you just keep having these headaches and no one can find anything. And all of a sudden they find something. I don't even know why I would say it, say this, but I, they, they find something like, Oh shit, we found it. And Oh shit. Wish we'd found it sooner. I don't think that's going to be the case, but it just fuck sakes. I hate, I hate, I hate, I've got, dude, I've had a, a ton of medical issues that still cause me pain on a daily basis. I go to the doctor, they ask and they know not they can't find a fucking thing. The last doctor, the, the, my current doctor is like one of those things where like, ah, you know, the two major problems like with, with, you know, shit like that in the body is like, sometimes it's like, you know, two things. One is, you know, it could take a long time to figure out what the fuck it is. And then when we finally do figure out what it is, you know, then it's like, well, what can we do about it? So at first I was like, oh, I really respect his level of honesty. But then I was almost like, you know, I've done a lot of things with this guy. And while he's, you know, he, I like him. I'm almost like, I'm like, we never f- seem to fucking get a solution for anything that's <laughs> wrong with me. So I'm almost like, this guy's learning. Like, ah, you just give it to him straight. You're like, ah, you know what? I don't, uh, I don't think I know I'm going to know. And I don't think I can help you. But, uh, I think I called him about getting another sleep test done a couple months ago and I still haven't gotten my referral. I'm gonna have to follow up with them. Fucking doctors is what I'm trying to say. Cocksuckers. Um so, so again, I'm going to start your, your second story nightfall over 30 all day. House is hot. Every window is open trying to sleep. Did I mention the migraine strip mall across the street? Somebody has set up a table saw, uh, next to a half ton. They're cutting things for a doctor's office. I'm in bed trying to sleep. The saw is going. I'm waiting for 10 o'clock. Cause at 10 o'clock they're supposed to stop. Right? Noise balls. 10, 10, 10, 10, 20, 10, 30, 10, 40. Saw is still running. So call the cops file a noise complaint. Simple, right? Um, but, uh, Brent's worried that, that if he calls the cops and he's being an asshole, you know, being a total Karen because he's calling the cops for a noise complaint or whatever. And so he said, so here I lay pounding headache with the table saw running outside my window. I personally, I messaged him back right away. I was like, yeah, dude, call the cops. Uh, there's nothing wrong with, with a noise complaint. Like migraines are unbearable. You know, I, I really think that under the circumstances it's reasonable to, to, you know, Use the law to your advantage. Like that's kind of what they're supposed to be there for. Now, if you're just like, oh, I'm tired and I want to go to sleep. Like even then they're breaking the rules. I get going like, I don't want to call the cops. Like to me, it's like, if you were feeling, um, if you were feeling, uh, healthy, healthy or, or, or normal, um, then I'd walk over and go, Hey guys, I'm really sorry. like, even then, you know what I mean? It's like, well, then you're going to walk over and not call the cops. You're like, look guys, I'm having, you know, let's just say you had to get up early in the morning. Guys, I'm so sorry. I know you got shit to get done whatever. I just, I got such an early morning and I can't sleep. Like, I'm sure, you know, is there any way that you could pack it up for the night? Like, you know what I mean? I'd almost like try to bring, you know, bring over a couple beers and go, Hey guys, can I give you a couple beers? Maybe just call it an early night, you know, come back tomorrow, go home, enjoy these, on me. I just, I got a really early morning and I really can't get to sleep with the table saw. I think that's fair. That's reasonable, whatever. Right. You didn't call the cops. You just asked the man to man, like, like guys, can you please do me a solid? You know, I don't want to be a bitch. I'm not complaining. I'm not telling you what to do. I don't know what your schedule is like or whatever. I just, but right now it's like, I'd let the shit slide. Right. And I would even go, you know what? It's, it's 1030. I even let it like go an extra half hour. Maybe hoping you guys were just, you're just running a little bit late and getting your shit done. But it's now. It's like now. It's quarter to eleven. It's well over the time, and I, I need to sleep. But, but you got a migraine, right? And you're not you're not comfortable. I, yeah, pick up the phone, call the cops. That's what they're there for—to serve and protect, right? So I would just say, uh, you know, or bylaw, you know, don't call the cops, but call bylaw. Just say, hey, aren't there noise bylaws at this hour? Like, I'm calling because I've been, you know, in and out of the ER trying to figure out why I have a migraine, but I can't sleep. I can't get any rest, and these guys are making noise. I don't. I don't think that's wrong again, onesies, I would love to know what your thoughts are. Let me know. What do you, what would you guys do in that situation? You know, 13 days with migraine lay in there. Some guys got using a table saw or there's a crew using a table saw well past the, the noise, uh, bylaw hours. Sorry, Brent, I almost forgot to read that this week. So there's that. All right. So we have lots to talk about this week. Thanks for listening gang. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, at least, you know, what's going on with me, all sorts of crazy shit crazy whatever all sorts of stuff swear 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 um and that's it i hope uh sun still seems to be shining i'm getting some walks in uh everything's magical let's enjoy uh the last month of summer or at least the last you know at least the last like i guess what we all perceive as summer right august we're getting ready to go into august i think uh it'll be august before i talk to you guys next so let's uh let's start to enjoy it all right every day's a gift The sun shines beautiful i will talk to you guys again soon
1: And I say it's alright.